Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the latest edition of the Believe in Duke podcast. I am Steve Wiseman from the Raleigh News and Observer, joined as always by Sheldon Williams. Sheldon, uh, how are you this morning? You have some exciting news to share with our readers. Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, first of all, uh, it's good to see you again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we we had uh, a very interesting and exciting uh, weekend, you know, this past weekend. So I was able to introduce uh, another addition to my family. So I have a, a brand new baby girl uh, as well. So I'm a girl dad 2.0 right now. That's right. So <laughs> I have my other daughter with me as well. And she's like, you know, um, she has a built-in best friend already. Just it's 14 years, you know, older, but she has a built-in yeah. best friend already. So, but I was like, you know what? Hey, uh, my daughter, my oldest daughter is Layla. I was like, hey, Layla, Alicia, I know I have a built-in babysitter too. So I have no issue with that. So <laughs> you got it covered. Well, congratulations. I'm so excited for you and your Appreciate wife. It. That's, Thank uh, you. Thank um, you. I know it was a long, you know, a long weekend of, uh, uh, in the hospital and everything. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> blessings, holidays, so, Thanksgiving season. Here we are, baby. All right, we got that's it before right. Thanksgiving. So that's, that's a good thing. So we can be home for the holiday. So <laughs> that's right, man. Well, good for you. Congratulations. All so, right. all right. Yeah. So we're going to talk about Duke had a couple of basketball wins in the meantime, uh, Friday night against Bucknell and uh, Tuesday night against LaSalle. We're going to get into those uh, shortly here. And that's what we're going to talk about on the, on the edition today. And then uh, coming up um, Friday night, uh, you know, have the game with Southern Indiana before it gets back into, you know, kind of gets more real again, right? Next week with Arkansas on the road and then right, uh, open up right. in, uh, at Georgia Tech uh, and Sheldon's right, Nectar Woods um, yep, yep. Uh, for ACC play, open up ACC play down there in December the 2nd. So, but before we go any further, uh, I want to remind everybody about Bet Online, uh, a sponsor here of the, of the Believe in Duke podcast. The holiday season is off and rolling, the NFL on full stride, and the NBA and NHL hitting midseason form. BetOnline is your number one destination for all your sports wagering info. With up-to-the-minute sports wagering news, odds, trends, and predictions, BetOnline is the top spot for everything pro and amateur sports. And not just the big four. BetOnline also has available at your fingertips on both desktop and mobile access anytime for almost any sport that's played, from MMA to international soccer. Head to the BetOnline, head to BetOnline today, and remember to use your promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. The Blue Devils, uh, yeah, we, uh, since we last uh, did a podcast, they they uh, they they beat Bucknell by 30, 90 to 60 last Friday night. Followed up Tuesday night with another easy win over LaSalle, uh, where Duke was up by 10 points at halftime and then kind of extended it the second half. And uh, both of those things, I think there's kind of a common theme here. You know, remember after the Arizona game, there's a lot of discussion about rebounding because Arizona out-rebounded right. Duke. Right. Since then, Duke has won every rebounding battle. Um, obviously, they're might have much more talent than Bucknell and LaSalle, but they won it like decisively, like by right. 12 or 14 or rebounds. Uh they Michigan State was a two-two rebound advantage, which it should be closer. But anyway, Sheldon, I think that's a really good sign. This team learned their lesson very quickly from that Arizona loss. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think uh because we had said it already uh, in prior episodes, like, you no, know, they need to be a, a team that 
team rebounds and game rebounds, whatever you want to call it. But everybody needs to do their part because we don't have a, one of those guys that just guarantee 12 to 15 rebounds a night, you know, that type thing. But the fact that they took the – it, it, it took the um, the things that John has, Coach John Shire has said after that Arizona loss, and I'm sure they worked on it pretty much uh, every day in practice. And the fact that they are getting, you know, these, you know, rebounding. I mean, even like you know the game last night, uh, Sean Stewart, you know, he had his uh, his career double, uh, first career double double, and he had uh, six offense rebounds. He had ten, I think it was ten total, but it was six off offense rebounds. You know, you know things like that. You know, so you see. People are taking what he's saying uh, that we need to be able to be a group team rebounding team, and I think we start start seeing that trend to kind of go upwards, and hopefully we can keep that going through uh, uh, Arkansas and uh, going to ACC play as well. Yeah, and um, you know it's funny. Last night in the post game, we were kind of joking with Tyrese Proctor because he had a big night, twenty two points. He had a game. When he left the game, he was leading the team in rebounding with seven. Mm -hmm. 20, uh, this is a point guard, right? 22.7 yeah. rebounds, four assists. Yeah. That's a hell of a night, man. And uh, <laughs> yeah. of course, Sean passed him later by, we were joking, he missed a couple of uh, bunnies and got his own rebound and put yeah, it back in. So we rebound. Like, eh. He's yeah, kind of bumping it up a little bit there. That's the old school <laughs> Moses Malone type thing where you go ahead and uh, you shoot the ball at the basket and you know you're going to be able to jump out over everybody and go ahead and get the rebound back and go ahead and put it in. But, you know, I mean, uh, I had tweeted out last night, you know, Proctor had himself a game. I mean, uh, the way he played, the way he was aggressive, the way he pushed the ball up and down the court and defended on the other end as well, too. So it wasn't like he was just kind of taking, you know, his defense lightly. He was actually playing really well. And I, I said, I, I tweeted out last night, like, he had himself a game. Like, Proctor was playing. And I think he wound up, uh, what was it, a career high of 22 points and seven rebounds. Mm -hmm. You know, so he had two career highs, you know, in the game, in the uh, LaSalle game, him and uh, Sean Stewart, both of them having a, uh, you know, career high in points. And uh, we had our second triple double, I'm sorry, a second double double. You know, uh, the first game was uh, Bucknell with Jerry McCain, who had a response. Yeah. He had a respond game against uh, from uh, that Michigan State. And uh, he responded really well against Bucknell. You know, he didn't have his shot going until maybe late in the game against LaSalle. I think he had like back-to-back -back threes late in the game against mm -hmm. LaSalle. So, you know, he's still a freshman. He's still trying to figure things out. He's still trying to get his way and, you know, make who he's going to become as a Duke player. But I think it's, it's, it was great kind of seeing a different players kind of show the character of who they really are. And I think that was something that I really liked about uh, the two games, even though it wasn't the best quality talent you're going against. But the way that our team responded was something that was uh, very – very interested in seeing. Yeah, and, and McCain, you know, we talked about that, right? We talked about it in the last episode that mm -hmm. um, I, I really was confident that he would bounce back really well just because we've talked about his approach to things. He's he's very mature for a freshman as mm -hmm. far as his mental approach to things, his discipline. Uh, he's he's one who's – he likes to shoot after the game. He likes to get right back. He'll go out on the camera in court or we're back after interviews. We're back writing our stories. We'll hear the ball bouncing out there. He's out there taking shots, taking shots at Cameron after home games, you know. Okay, so, okay. like that's that's what he's. We talked about he's up at six o'clock in the morning. He meditates. He gets out of the gym early. So it's not surprising at all that he bounced back with that seventeen and ten game, you know, against Bucknell. But again, that's a sign of we talk about the rebounding. Everybody's rebounding. Here's the right. guard leading. Right. You know, Tyrese almost let him last night in rebounding. Sean Stewart, back to him too. Um, 
I really think he's going to carve out more minutes as this year goes on. I really do. Because... He's showing a lot of positive things. Yeah, I can see Has that. He? Yeah, I can see that happening. I mean, uh, you said it um, when he had his first was it was it the Arizona game when he came in and uh, he brought energy right away, scored right away, yep. and yep. it was just a little bit that he did, and he didn't play that much, but you saw that oh, this could be a positive thing, and. Obviously, we start seeing a little bit more and more about, uh, you know, Sean Stewart. So I can see that happening. I can see that happening. And last night in the first half, you know, the game was only a 10-point game at halftime. So it was still, you know, in doubt, yeah. right? 39, 29, like, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like a blowout. So, But in the first half, when Sean came in, he only played six minutes. He had six points and five rebounds and a block shot in six minutes. Very Immediate efficient. <laughs> Very efficient. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. That's, that's... That's a that's a that's a great number right there. Like you can't like if I'm like you know John Shire, I'm looking at this uh, box scores like I gotta find minutes for this guy. Like this guy's being very productive. Right. I gotta find minutes for this guy. So you know I yeah. know we all know he's very athletic. I'm not sure exactly what else he can do. Um, I know he's able to kind of crash the boards and kind of pick and roll and things like that. I don't know his game like that because I haven't really seen him play um, outside of you know these few games right here. So I'm not sure if he's able to you know hit a mid range shot or a three like that consistently. So I'm not sure, but it's exciting to see, you know, a guy who brings energy and it's contagious. Like when you have a guy who brings energy to the team, it kind of goes off to, you know, the other players around him. And all of a sudden you get a big dunk and everybody's into it. I mean, obviously, you know, going to Craig Cameron, all the crazy is going to go crazy about that dunk. And then all of a sudden it kind of just spreads. And that's something that uh, he can bring to that team every single game. And I can tell you when he gets off the bench to check in, the crazies behind me notice that you can kind of feel the energy just from, oh, here comes Sean Stewart. Something's going to yeah. happen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's going to be big for. So as they go forward, you know, Filipowski and, and Young are kind of the one, two in the, the post rotation. Christian Reeves still is in uniform. Uh, yeah. He still has the ankle he's dealing with. And Sean, yeah. um, I'm sorry, John Shire said, uh, you know, it's coming along, but it's just not to where he could play yet. So, um, We'll we'll see how much they push him, or if they, or if Sean those minutes that may have gone to Christian, maybe Sean's kind of. Well, I mean, it might be him, right? it might be a blessing in disguise, you know, or yeah. you got you got a chance to see some other players that you may not you know saw. I mean, one one player sticks in mind where we didn't see too much of TJ Powers, and then all of a sudden he comes late in the game. I think he had three out of four threes, um, yeah. and, and like three threes in ninety five seconds. He was like, "Who is this kid?" Like. <laughs> Whoa! We have him. We have him. Also, we haven't pulled him out yet. Like, what's going on over here? But uh, <laughs> it, it was cool because uh, you had a chance to see some other players that you may not see as well or as much. You know, especially once uh, ACC plays, you kind of get set in your own rotation rotations. So this is time to actually see these players play and see what they can do. And uh, I think Sean Stewart has been making a case of you know he has to be on the court at some point in time. And then now it's TJ Powers. Is he going to make a case for himself that, hey, we need that stretch three-point uh, three, uh, three point player, and uh, are we going to have him uh, on the court more too? So it's going to be interesting to see uh, how things go into the next game on Friday. Yeah, definitely. And that's another game where, you know, projecting uh, – that's a game Duke's heavily favored. They should be able to win that pretty handily. And, again, more of these guys can get some can get some playing time to try to show because, like TJ Power, like um, who knows, there might be a game against a zone team coming down the road. I know Syracuse doesn't do that anymore because they don't have Bayheim, but that's what I was thinking <laughs> of with Syracuse, but somebody else will play his own. And, yeah. uh, you know, they might just say, hey, let's put TJ in there, see if he can bust it up a little bit, you know, because he, he, he had that little flash last night. Okay, yeah. let's see what you can do. Yeah. That's, you know, take advantage of it, right? 
Yeah, I mean, you got that first step right there. Like, you know, you made you made a very good first impression, and so to speak. You know, three threes in 95 seconds. I mean, <laughs> I know we play fast, but dang. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> that is pretty good. But also, um, you know, the the backcourt, we talked about the backcourt and how strong that was going to be for Duke this year. Mm-hmm. And John, last night I asked uh, John Shire about it, and he said again that, he thinks Duke has the best backcourt in the nation. He said, I'll put our backcourt up against anybody. And we're starting to see that, right? We're starting to mm-hmm. see Michigan State. Caleb Foster jumps out, has 18 mm-hmm. points. Mm-hmm. Next game, McCain has 17. Right. Last night, Proctor has 22. You know, Roach had 17 against Arizona. Yeah. And you can always, you know, we know what Roach can do. Like, we, right. he's, he's a known as a senior. Uh, and Proctor's getting known that way, too. And so, you know, four guys are kind of rotating in and out of there. And John said, you know, I think we have six starters, really, because um, Caleb, he thinks Caleb, even though he's not in the starting lineup, is good enough to be a starter. Mm-hmm. Uh, so um, just tremendous. That's such a strength for Duke. We knew three-guard lineup. How is it going to work? How are they going to mix in Caleb? So far, so good, right? No, definitely. I mean, uh, we knew that we had four ball handlers on the team this year, and we knew that we can get up and down and, and get in transition, as we see with, you know, Proctor. He's the – the one that's kind of leading the group with that, uh, just getting out and attacking and being in attack mode. I mean, I love to see his progress from last year to this year, and he's more confident in his shots. So I love to see that. Uh, another guy we haven't really talked about, it's kind of going underneath the radar, is Mark. You know, Mark has, you know, oh. a couple big, <laughs> he had a couple of big games. I mean, I know he only had 12 and five against uh, LaSalle, but, you know, against uh, Bucknell, I want to say he had 20 points against uh, Bucknell. And, yeah. you know, it just, it seemed like Flip and Mark has, has that connection already where it's that high low pass and he did it maybe three three times or so in the last you know two games where you know flip will come down it was one time he did in transition where he came down brought the ball up 94 feet and then was able to drop it off to mark mitchell for the dunk he had another one where he caught the ball at the free throw line kind of turned around they kind of collapsed on flip he saw mark mitchell and did another dunk you know he's very athletic you know but you know yeah. it seemed like they had that connection uh, already down and I love to see that because you don't see a lot of big to big action anyway um, these these days. But the fact that you know you see kind of a little bit of old school with that, with the high low pass and things like that, that connection. You know, we see a little bit with Ryan Young when he's out there. You know, obviously he's a veteran guy, so he knows how to play and kind of you know make those uh, passes. But it's it's great mm-hmm. to kind of see that. I've always loved the post to post, the big to big passing. I think that's it's such a it's such a weapon when it's done correctly. Yeah. Yeah. It's rare to see, right? But it's it's rare. good. Yeah, very rare. <laughs> yeah. Very um, rare. Right. But uh yeah, but it's it's kind of like it's kind of like in football when you get the tight end involved in the offense and they're open over the middle for like a 15, 20 yard pass. Like that big to big is like, oh wow, that is so good. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that's, that's a good analogy. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a good that's a good one. I like that one. <laughs> yeah. So um that's good stuff. And uh uh, uh flip, I want to talk about flip for a second, if I can. Uh-huh. Um, he just wasn't in, I don't know, first half last night, something was going on with him. He was not himself. Yeah. At three points at halftime. Uh, yeah. And he got in foul trouble. He got two fouls. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you saw, like, you know, he, he's playing on, his ankle is swollen. He's playing on a sore ankle. Yeah. But, uh, you know, he's playing through it. Um, but he missed that layup of the first half. He kind of looked awkward, kind of on his, I don't know if he was uncomfortable on the ankle or whatever, but he just, Flat missed a layup, and uh, then he was jogging up, up the court. They may not show this on TV, but he just looked – he was laboring to get back up the court, and I thought, wow, 
he's really hurt. Mm-hmm. They took him out. He went right to the bench. And I thought, sure, Jose was going to come right over to him and start working on the ankle. And Jose didn't move. It was just mm-hmm. flip. And so after the game, we asked, what was going on with flip? You know, because in the second half, he had 14 points. of was 17. Right. And it looked like the old flip. And, you know, Jeremy Roach said, sometimes flip gets in his moods and we just have to slap him out of it. And, and <laughs> Shire said, you know, he's got some stuff going on. He's got, and Proctor said, you know, Flip gets in his own head sometimes, and we got to get him back out of it. So I don't know what was going on there, but I guess <laughs> a little insight <laughs> into Flip there, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not sure exactly what's <laughs> going on either, but the fact that he took it upon himself to respond, you know, um, having three points in the first half and then going ahead and having 14 in the second half, you know, that shows what kind of player Flip is as well. You know, he's a guy that you can rely on him regardless. You know, he can be having a bad game. He can be, you know, going through a lot of, uh, you know, nicks and pains and whatever else that's been going on, which comes with the season. And unfortunately for bigs, we have a lot of those things because, you know, everybody want to hit the big and everything. So yeah. we have a lot of those problems, you know, throughout the whole season. Um, but the fact he's fighting through it, that's something that uh, speaks to his character as well, too, because, you know, he's tough-minded. He's going to not let nobody tell him that he's not going to be able to play. So, you know, in and, and, and good sense, too, because hopefully it's not as bad as, you know, we want to you – know, Hopefully it's not as bad, should I say. But the fact that, you know, we have these two, three games where we may not need him as much, mm-hmm. he maybe can cut back on his minutes a little bit, and hopefully that kind of helps out, you know, where he's uh, taking care of his ankle because we're going to need him against Arkansas when we kind of have him, you know, after the, the holiday break. And so that's going to be something that we need to do. But the fact that he's still fighting through his ankle injury, and I'm not sure how much how more serious his is more than uh, uh, Reeves because uh, mm-hmm. I can't remember – um, seeing both their ankle, I can't remember how Reeves. Their, ha- yeah, Reeves happened in practice. In practice, and uh, then I, I, I don't remember flip. Game, so I don't remember seeing uh, the flip. Uh, it's not coming to my mind right now. I have to go back and see a clip. Like I gotta go back and see it. That happened. I'm sure you were at the hospital. It was Friday night during the Bucknell game. And well, you there know, you go. There you go. Yeah, that's <laughs> totally understandable. Yeah, yeah, there you um, go. All right. He in the first half, uh, and he went down. It looked bad. It looked bad. He. He uh, was planting both feet and uh, on offense. Duke had the ball, and he was getting positioned inside. And he went mm-hmm. to plant his right foot, and it rolled. Ah, uh, okay. Just, so you know, under. Okay, and uh, okay. he went right to the floor. Was like you know yelling, "Oh my God, my ankle!" That kind of thing. It was right in front of us. Okay. Uh, and okay. The crazies behind us, and uh, yeah, it looked you know, and they helped him to the locker room. He wasn't putting weight on it with uh oh, something was, and then. You know, he got back there, and you know, sometimes ankles do that, right? You twist it, it hurts like like hell. Right, and then right. You walk around a little bit, okay. This is like, as oh, bad as I thought. I get that feeling back into it, like, okay, let's put a little bit more weight on it. All right, fifty percent, seventy-five percent. Okay, maybe do a little, little soft jumps. Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'll see you in right. the second half. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and that's what he did. He came out and played the whole second half. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. we thought, okay, but you know, the next day it did swell up a little bit. As I'm, sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Right. Uh, but I checked over the weekend, you know, the coaches like, you know, he's going to be, he's going to be fine. It's just one of those just got to work through it, but uh, he's going to be okay. Also uh, one more thing on him in the last game last night, you know, he got those two fouls in the first half and he came out and got like Duke's first eight points in the second half, a three pointer, a three point play uh, looked really good in the middle of all that. He picked up his third foul on defense and Shire didn't take him out. This was like less than a minute into the second half. And Shire told us after the game, like, hey, bud, he had to play. He told yeah. him, hey, bud, you got to, you, you got three fouls. Sorry, you got to, you got to work through this. 
Yeah, you got to learn yeah. how to play in these situations. Right, right. And uh, I, I think that that speaks volumes on uh, on Coach Shire how he's trying to tell this guy who's our star player that obviously obviously he's a younger you know player, um, so he hasn't had as much you know games with this you know experience with these guys type of games where you have foul trouble like this. But the fact that you know early on against a team that may not be as strong as you know your your side of the team is you trying to figure out ways to be impactful while still being able to play in the game. And I think that's something that he was trying to teach him where he's able to kind of still play his game, but know that he has three fouls. He can't do a lot of silly gambles or whatever the case may be, play smart defense, have your body move your feet. Cause I know sometimes, you know, he's not the best at moving his feet on defense. And that's something that he needs to get better at. I mean, it's, I think his first foul with him trying to block a shot. Um, I can't remember the guy's name on uh, on uh, LaSalle, but he tried to block the shot and he wound up uh, hitting his arm. And he's not a big shot blocker like that. He might be a help, you know, help side, but not on the ball shot blocker like that. But just right. kind of teaching him things that he needs to get better at because there's, I'm sure there's going to be situations in ACC, deep in the ACC uh, schedule, where we're going to need him and he's already in foul trouble and he has to be able to play smart and still be having his head in the game and be impactful, you know, for our team. Right, because obviously when you're in foul trouble, you can't be as aggressive on defense. But right. as you know, there's a skill to playing in foul trouble and still being effective yeah. and not picking up that fourth foul within, right. you know, like that, right? So yeah. um, it's just all experience. And, and you're right, there are going to be games where if he isn't on the court, even if he's in foul trouble, if he's not on the court, Duke won't be able to win because he's yeah. Yeah. he's such a big part of what they do, right? Right, so, right, exactly. Yeah. Um. One more thing, uh, back to Tyrese Proctor. This is important to mention. He's had uh, the last three games, 14 assists, no turnovers. He's played almost 100 minutes. I think it's 91 minutes over the last three games uh, without a turnover. And one of those was the Michigan State game. Right. It sounds like, um, you know, Tyus uh, and uh, all uh, and those are uh, the brothers and everything, like, you know, how they were very, uh, very good floor generals, take care of the ball. Yeah. Um, and not turn the ball over. I mean, they're doing it right now. Both of them in the NBA as well, too. But yeah. it's not like, you know, kind of like, you know, took a page out of their book and then, you know, still be able to be aggressive, still, you know, do what he does, which is like, you know, get the ball and just run it down your throat on defense and before you set the defense up. So it's, it's great to see that. Like I said, the improvement I'm seeing right now with uh, Tyrese, you know, it's, it's it's huge. I mean, from last year to this year, we saw, we saw it coming last year. And now I think he kind of like I, I got more of the reins right now, so he's now like quote unquote the lead ball handler, and everybody else kind of like you know going off of him. And as Shire reminded us last night, Tyree should be a freshman right now because he came a year age early, wise, so. age wise, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. All that learning last year is is start. It's really paid off. It's, yeah. Uh, uh, he he he's leading the charge for sure. So and um, in a different in a different country too. So not like you know <laughs> exactly <laughs> you exactly over here right. watching you know watching a, a sport uh, league that you you know you're getting ready to play in in the same country whatever and you were doing this at a young age and in a whole different country everything's brand new for you and you still are mature enough to take your lumps and learning curves and learn from them and excel and that's what he's been doing. He's been excelling from. Uh, the first day he got on campus to what he's doing right now. And I still think he has more room to grow. I mean, 
he's 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 been fantastic so far. And I think uh, John Shire said this might have been his best game as a Duke yep. Blue Devil um, yep. thus far. And I'm trying to think about last year, and I'm like, he might be right. Like he he might be right. And also, uh, you mentioned the defense earlier. We talk about that. The guy he was guarding, Bentley, had had scored thirty points the 30 game points. before against Southern Indiana for LaSalle. And last night he was two out of ten for the field. Didn't hit a three pointer. He scored nine points. He had some free throws. But I mean, that's not only did Tyrese have the, the offense. Talked about the rebounds, the assists, the points. Locked down defender. Locked be, down. Yeah, to be locked in on both sides of the ball like that. I mean, uh, it's one. It's hard to do because not everybody likes to do both sides. You know, you know, people want to be more so on the, the offensive side, scoring all the points, and then don't really do that. Kind of trying to be hidden on uh, on defense. But the fact that he took that. That that defense assignment, you know, during the scouting, you know, the coaches have said, "Hey, he's a really good scorer. You're gonna have to, you know, play against him." And he took that assignment and still was aggressive enough to do what he wants to do on the offense as well and run the team. Again, I mean, that's more praise for Tyrese. I mean, like I said, he's been coming into his own for a while now. But this right here, I was like, man, he he really had himself a game last night. He did, and so now, obviously. Consistency. That's what John says. The next step for him, right? Uh, to make him, you know, he Tyrese is probably going to be a first round pick next year's draft, right? So, yeah, I mean, can, six, six five point guard, yeah, it's <laughs> getting rebounds and not turning the ball right, right. over, right? Do everything, push that ball, everything, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's the thing where a lot of our guys are. We're young. If we could be consistent, I mean, like you know, McCain, you know, we saw that he have ups and downs as well. We have you know, Caleb Foster, Foster, who had a really good game against. Uh, uh, Michigan State, and then uh, I think when he had like I can't remember if it was nine points uh, last game or not, but mm-hmm. you know it's kind of up and down. But the thing is, I'm looking at their faces and I'm looking at their body languages, and even though they have the highs of the high and lows of lows, whatever, not low, whatever, but you know, kind of a little bit of a, a valley and peaks, whatever, mm-hmm. I, I see their faces and I see they're really involved with the team and they're happy for each other. And I think this team is going to do well because they like being around each other. And you can see that the way they play. And I know um, Coach Shire was saying uh, against Arizona that they need to spread the ball out. You need to be more unselfish. And we start seeing that in the yep. last couple of games. We started seeing that. I mean, I want to say, uh, I think I wrote it down somewhere. They had a season best against Bucknell, 23 assists uh, mm-hmm. against Bucknell. And then um, I can't remember what they had against uh, LaSalle. But the fact that, you know, they had – they had these, this team playing well and unselfish, you know, with each other and able to actually spread the ball and play for each other for the next play. I think that kind of became evident the last couple of games. And that's what Duke basketball is about. Like is always making that one extra pass. And we we didn't do that as well as much in uh, Arizona. And it's been a big step from there. There was a lot of talk that game about the ball getting stuck. It was getting stuck yeah. on one side. They yeah. yeah. And um, the fact that they were able to, to quickly fix that. Yeah, Sometimes that yeah. takes a few games, right? And you worry, okay, yeah, 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 lose yeah. another one. No, it was like immediately. Yeah, this team yeah. is, you know, last year's team was new. You know, this year's team has four starters back, mm-hmm. more mature. Like, okay, we can fix that in one practice. You know, instead of right. just taking two or three games. So, right, all good on that. Yeah, last night, uh, I remember looking at the box score and five minutes to go in the game. Duke only had four turnovers for the whole game. I think they ended up with five or six because the uh, you know the reserves came in and mm-hmm. the game. There were a couple mm-hmm. of those, but. I mean, that's sharing the ball, taking care of yeah. the ball, 
Yeah. Can't say enough good things about the way the Blue Devils are playing right now. That's for yeah. sure. So. Yeah, you're right. Absolutely right. And then um, we haven't said uh, to, uh, talked about this from the last time we uh, we talked. I didn't want to go away from it, but you know we had signing day since the last time we had our last episode. You know we yeah. had signing day, <laughs> and you know we saw Cooper Flag, uh, Darren Harris, uh, Isaiah Evans, and how you say Khan's last name? New- oh, it's uh, it's Gongba. No, 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 Khan. Uh, oh. uh, I, I know how you pronounce it. The the kid. Uh, the six six shooter, um, Newpool, Newpel. I think he's from uh, um, Wisconsin, Wisconsin, or Minnesota. Oh um, yeah, oh yeah, oh Knipple, Nipple. Knipple, 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 Knipple. Yes, Knipple. Okay. Yeah, Sorry, yes. yes, yeah. So yes. And then uh, then Patrick Gamba as well too. So yeah. this is at the third uh, straight top uh, recruiting class for you know Coach Shire. So it's been a big thing. And I, another fun fact was uh, Darren and Pat went to the same high school as Jeremy Roach. Yes. So now the is that, pipeline is that, continues. Is that right? a new pipeline now? Like you know, it is. <laughs> and Trevor Keels went there too. You know. There you go. It is a new yeah. pipeline. Man. All right. There yeah. you go. <laughs> Keels and Roach were teammates up there. They won a state championship in uh, okay. Virginia together. There you go. There you so, go. And I think uh, you know Gongba and Harris are shooting for that this year. So maybe we'll okay. see how right. that works out. But yeah, that that Paul, uh, Paul the Sixth uh, school in uh, Northern Virginia up there has become quite the pipeline for Duke Blue Devils. So okay. Um, and I know that has to. I know it irritates Tony Bennett to hell. So at uh, UVA, <laughs> yeah, coming I'm, in I'm his sure. backyard, coming your backyard. I'm sure <laughs> taking all these star players, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, one more guy, Virginia guy, Mark Williams, played some AAU ball with those guys. I don't okay. know if you've seen. I know we got to go here in a minute, but I don't know if you've seen how he is really putting up big numbers in the NBA. Mark Williams, we'll yeah, get on that just yeah. for a second. Yeah, he definitely is. I mean, I was happy about that because you know they had a little bit, a little bit of a controversy uh, going on with the other guy from Texas, uh, Kai, it was a Kai Jones, whatever it was. Yeah, um, talking a lot of crazy stuff, whatever. But the thing is, Mark was over here, staying focused, keeping his head on the shoulder, and look at him now. Like he's playing well for for the Hornets and everything. So I'm I'm, I'm glad that that's happening uh, for him because you know I feel like he's a good guy. He just uh, didn't have a lot of uh, chances to actually do this his first summer league going to his rookie year and yeah. then kind of you know progressing there so i'm glad to see his uh you know his uh progress he is double double like crazy 20 yeah, points yeah. 20 15 20 rebounds i mean dang yeah yeah <laughs> go to work we, young man. We, wish we had that with uh with this new team <laughs> <laughs> that would be the difference wouldn't it yeah yeah all right well good deal well listen uh thanks everybody for listening to this edition of the believe in duke podcast Sponsored by Bet Online, we appreciate all of our listeners and our subscribers. Um, Sheldon, again, congratulations to your family. Uh, try to get some sleep as much as you can. You know, it's not easy with a newborn. Yeah, but you yeah. got the built-in babysitter. You said right, so that's yeah, good. yeah, that's good. That's good. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Uh, we'll have another episode coming up uh, uh, after this weekend after Duke is done in Indiana and before the Arkansas game. So look for look for that early next week. And uh, everybody have a good Thanksgiving and thanks for joining us. All right, let's go do it. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. 
Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.